what are the five best things to put up your dick hole, Joel? The five best alphabetically or uh, just by alpha- size? Alphabetically backwards. Alphabetically backwards. Um, zucchini. Okay. Is one. Yep. Queen's second cassette tape. Okay. <laughs> I like it. It's a good album. Pennies. Okay. Buttons. And apple seeds. Okay. Well, there we go. That was it. There's Joel's top five things to put up your dick hole yep. in reverse alphabetical order. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. We are back with episode nine. Nine. Uh, I am Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we're both middle-aged. We're both mediocre. We used to split them, but I feel like that wasn't fair. No. So you're a little bit more middle-aged than I am, though, A little sir. bit. I mean, you don't have to call me out like that. I do. It's okay. a free... I'm 40 and you are... 36. 36. Yeah, so... Big difference. A little bit younger. Yep. I still got... You whimper snappers. I still got four years. Am I a boomer? I have no idea when people are what. I don't even know. Like, am I a millennial? I think I'm, I think anything born after like eighty two is a millennial or eighty one. How extreme are you? I mean, I've been extreme. Yeah, see, I'm not very extreme. I feel like that's the line that draws us. My extreme days were over in like like ten years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. But you're middle aged. Yeah. Maybe we could both I die f- tomorrow. I feel seventy. Yeah. So I mean. I feel sad. Boom boom ching. No, I'm actually, I'm good. You know, the manic is up this time. <laughs> Yay. It's the Man, it's back manic. down. Oh, oh God. That's how it works. It, up and down. It is. Uh, up yeah. and down, side to side. Pull it out a little bit. Push it in. Swing it all around. <laughs> yep. Do that circle thing with it that nobody likes. <laughs> Backwards. Counterclockwise. The yeah, swirl. That, the swirl. There yeah. you go. Uh <laughs> We are back with more uh, talk about dick holes. Yep. Which you may have heard in the intro. Or uh, maybe not. I'm definitely putting it in the intro. Okay, cool. So it was definitely in the intro. You asked. Yeah. My new policy is I only bring up my dick hole if I'm asked about it. Well, technically, last night when we were texting, you said that you wanted to talk about your dick hole more. Why well, just I just can't. I, I that look. was last night. Oh no, I, that was last night. But today I've turned over a new leaf. Well, I'm still going off the leaf from last night, <laughs> and the relief from last night. Uh, Since goddamn it, I want to talk about. Hope my dick I hole. find a way to talk about my pee hole again, and I put. Oh, I'm sure you can, <laughs> and we immediately did. But I also thought I was texting my mom when I sent that to yeah. you because I always do that. I'll text you and be like, "Oh, that wasn't even meant for you." I think it's rare that you have your mom saved as. Uh, like cowboy cash best friend cash <laughs> best friend cash that's what i'm saving at, right other half cash other half cash <laughs> that's what i call you when are we getting best friend necklaces bracelet things or um, something i don't know we should do that we'll record it yeah you just want to get tattoos of that yeah and like i'll add like uh like uh the thing underneath we'll it that i'm supposed to get m and m and m middle-aged mediocre and murder murder Murders. Because we took a murder. We we turned a murder corner. We did. And last time we brought you uh, the story of the Hinter Kaifak murders. Yep. The goat ghost. Goat ghosts. Yep. The dog that barked in the barn. I have a little bit to add to that. Yep. That I found out in the week since. 
Uh, breaking news? Breaking news. Okay. I can't do the beep thing, but... Uh, so, one of the other theories that people have about what happened is that their farm was used as a... Uh, basically a storage center for various gangs and Ooh. like mafia, like mob, like German mafia and or possibly like Hitler, like Hitler may be involved in this. Yeah. We need to stop talking about this right now. And like at some point shit went down. Like, there was some rival shit happening. And Dude was in prison for a year. Maybe he made some connects in there. Yeah, so, could wow. be ghosts involved. Hitler could be involved. What if Hitler's ghost is involved? <coughs> That's what my, my new leading theory is Hitler's ghost did it. Yeah. He wasn't even dead yet. No. But that's still my leading theory. Well, he went back in time. Right. His ghost hit 88 miles per hour. He went back in well, time. And if anybody had time travel Hitler technology, it was Hitler. Oh, yeah. The Germans were weird, man. So, wow. yeah, just wanted to bring that little update to the story. I hope at some point in the next week I will find out that, like, aliens were also somehow... That's what I thought you were going to say was aliens. And no, then I thought yet. Nazis. There you go. So, alien Nazis, yeah. maybe. So... That, that needs to be a movie. The, like, what, what's, what's it called again? The Cryfact? The Hinter Kaifek. Hinter Kaifect. Hinter Kaifek. Hinter Kaifek. Like you're saying fuck, but feck. Fuck. Now all, I can, now all I can think is fuck. Hinter Kai fuck. You want to fuck? Hinter Kai fuck? Like, now? It's like a German, like, Hinter Kai fuck? <laughs> Hinter Kai fuck? Was. I'm not giving accents. Did you hit your Kai fuck? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm, I'm still got, I still got the emphysema. Yeah. And the black lung, so apologies in advance. But, uh. I got the green lung. Wink. 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 I can't stop winking. Call the hospital. You eat a lot of spinach. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we were in Germany last time for yep. our episode. Where uh, in the world is middle-aged mediocre? We were also, uh, in 1922. Yep. We're going to kind of stay in that same time frame. All right. But we're going to move back to America. Good. And we're going to move to Clarksburg, West Virginia. All right. So. Clarksburg, this is, eh? This is about an hour from us. Sure. USA, baby. USA. Yeah. USA. We can murder. Fuck yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Man, like a lot at once. All of the people. All of them. Yeah. So we've been trying to make up for what... Murder capital. Germany leading the the, the murder capital for a while. After the Holocaust, Germany really fell off on murder. And we were like... It's like they were shot in the pan. Yeah. Flash in the pan. Flash in the pan. Oh, I don't... That doesn't feel right either. You said it. I did. I'm sorry. I was just filling in your hateful words. <laughs> it wasn't hateful. Or whatever. Well, offensive words. I'm just here to... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you ready to get into this one? Yeah. All right. Clarksburg, West Virginia. What was the year? Um, 19... Um, you asked me too quick. We'll get to it. All right. So... <clears throat> Not on actually, the first page of notes, I guess. We're actually going to start in 1892. All right. Uh, Herman Drenth. Drenth. Is something wrong with your mouth? It's not a good name. It's like he, they just stopped spelling it. It's like <laughs> it's like they were trying to spell a few different things, and they took out some letters, and they left. Drenth? They were left with D R E N T H. Drenth. Drenth. Herman. Herman Drenth. You don't see a lot of Hermans anymore. You never no. see a baby like, oh, what's your baby's name? Like, oh, this is Herman. Right. Herman's so, Head. Fox. Her- that was a good show. 
What was it? Herman's Head on Fox. Oh, Herman's Head was great. Yeah. I was a kid, and I don't think I understood any of it, but I was I was a kid, too, but it. I liked it. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's got Because I, I had a bunch of shit going <coughs> on in my head. You also had imaginary yeah. voices. You were schizophrenic. Sure. Uh, was it was Parker we Posey? Were. Parker Posey. Parky, Parker, Parky? <laughs> Parker Lewis can't lose? Was that at the same time? Yeah, I kind think of? it was. Yeah, I feel like that's in the same. Like all the same. Yeah. yeah. That's a good show, too. Synchronized Watches. Let's just know. scrape all of this. Let's, scrap it. All right, let's talk about early 90s Remember shows. that other show? <laughs> do you remember it, though? Remember, Listener, do you remember it? Uh, do you remember, uh, <laughs> remember The Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> Good show. <laughs> All right, sorry. 1892, Herman Dunth. Durant. Durant. Or, like, as I like to call him, Dr. Enth. <laughs> Herman Durant was born in the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, 18 years later, so at the age of 18, he immigrated to Cedar Rapids, Iowa with his family. <clears throat> 14 years after that, now age 32, Herman moved to Quiet Dell, which was a small, unincorporated community five miles southeast of Clarksburg, West Virginia. Quiet Dell. And he assumed the name Harry Powers. Yeah. Which if I'm ever going to assume a name, <laughs> it will be Harry Powers. <laughs> Harry Powers. Because that's awesome. I, I think I would be Harry Johnson. Harry Johnson. Yeah. That would have been too obvious. for Quiet Dell. No one said that since Earnhardt went right at 500. You get the fuck out. <laughs> you don't speak about Dale goddamn Earnhardt like Quiet that. Quiet Dale. Because he died. He couldn't talk. I got that news <laughs> when I was working at the theater. Yeah. It was one of you the, worked at the theater? It was one of the saddest days of my life. Oh. I was bummed. I'm I couldn't not, believe it. I don't it. mean to joke it. About was like it. The last, it was like the first and last time I gave a shit about a celebrity <laughs> death, really. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We're in Clarksburg. Okay. Uh, Herman Drenth has changed Quiet his Dale, name. Actually. Quiet Dell. Harry Powers. He's changed his name to Harry Powers. That's a sweet name. All right, so now we're going to go up north a little bit to Park Ridge, Illinois. You following me? Yep. Asta Iker, A-S-T-A. Asta what? Iker. Ask her what? Sorry. Asta. <laughs> lived in Park Ridge, Illinois. Uh, her husband had died just a few years ago, and she he left her a widow and a single mother of three children. Ooh. Two daughters, Annabelle and Greta, and one son, Harry. Not the same Harry as Harry Powers. Okay. This was Harry Iker. Iker. Uh, in the 20th century, early 20th century, a uh, a widow with children was not left with a whole lot of relationship options. So she began posting personal ads in a Lonely Hearts magazine. Like, you know, the, uh, like, I mean, they'd still be, like, basically the newspaper version of, or, like, magazine version of, like, the, uh, dating ads people sure. used to send in like the 80s and stuff the back page or whatever. yeah those yeah. kind of things so uh and through this this ad that she would post she was looking for someone to lay some pipe pretty much okay looking, look for looking for some earliest 20th century dick <laughs> yeah so and she more power to her yeah whatever man yeah whatever lady you got your kids your husband's dead yeah get that dick <laughs> uh get it through one of the ads, she began corresponding with a man named Cornelius O. Pearson. Ooh. Which, Cornelius is also a name you do not hear anymore, and no. that is a shame. That is a good I would name. love to meet a, a, a Cornelius. Let's adopt. So I can learn how to say his name. <laughs> yeah, let's adopt. All right. Cornelius. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think an adoption agency would ever just give us a child. 
Well, we adopt from the mall. We could adopt the. You could adopt the name Cornelius for me. Yeah. So I could just start calling you that. All right. I won't do it. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> <coughs> Try it out. Just think about how your life would be different if you were Cornelius. Cornelius. It's adventurous. <laughs> I don't think it, I'd, I'd fuck it up. I'd say it wrong. <laughs> Uh, Cornelius claimed to be a wealthy civil engineer and would boast about his wealth to Asta. It might be Asta. I don't know how you say her name. Because that's another name that does... It's only existed one time. Yeah, it was her right name. here. Uh, yeah. And, uh... What was her middle name? La Vista? Ho, ho, ho! I don't know. Uh, her deceased husband had been a jeweler and left her financially comfortable. So, it wasn't like she really gave a shit about Cornelius' wealth. Yeah. But he still would, uh... He know what she wanted. Right. She wanted that, uh... Yeah. Uh... Cornelius Not the wealth, Cunnilingus. the girth. You know she wanted I mean? that girth. You know Cornelius is packing. <laughs> uh, but he would still go into detail about his monthly income of $400 plus some oil and gas royalties. Wow. So, that doesn't sound like a lot. But back then. But, so, um... Not counting the royal, the oil and gas royalties, uh, taking inflation into account, that's about an that's an annual income of seventy four thousand a year. Wow! So that's uh that's pretty good. Yeah, that's Cornelius, not bad. Better me. Yeah, Cornelius was fucking balling. Um, <clears throat> he was also quite the romantic. He once wrote to her, and I quote: "Women are the sweetest, purest." And most precious part of the human race. They sing the melody of human life. Any man who has experienced a mother's affection, a wife's self-sacrificing, or a sweetheart's affection. You can't use affection for two different things, buddy. <laughs> You're shitty at this. He is. Knows that this is true. I am trying to find the one, the only one, that can make home a paradise, a place of rest, a haven of content where loved ones await and to whom I can look forward with pleasure and anticipation. Who knows what you may be the one. That is so cringy. Uh, like he makes women like objects, like they're little animals or something. I mean, I don't even really know what he's saying. He's, I mean, he's saying what he thinks women want to hear. Like, to see little Cornelius. He wants to bang his mom, I think. <laughs> he says That's definitely point. in there, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he Cornelius wants... trying a little too hard. Yeah. What's like the most? What's the most romantic thing you've ever written? Oh wow. Look, I, I don't think like, I ever have. I'm sure like I have. New dick, who this? Yeah. I mean, I've written some pretty sad poetry in my life, but I don't. I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Well. That's, that's, that's cringe. You think that's, about it. You bring it in the next podcast recording. I will, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean. Podcast, get me some dates. The dude's rolling in money. Yep. He's clearly a poet. And he know it. And he know it. He know it. I mean, again, using affection. He sounds like the biggest creep in the world, though. Oh, uh, here, let me, real quick. Oh, good. Let me show you some pictures. I mean. The, and, again, I will post these on our Facebook uh, first of all, let me show you Asta and her children. Okay. So, uh, she's, I mean, not, she looks about 80. Yeah, she's and, out of life. And upset about things already. Like, she's just already not doing well. Uh, but there's her kids. 
A lot of buckles on the shoes. I like that. A lot of shoe buckles. Yep. Um, here's uh, Romeo. Cornelius? Maybe. Oh, my God. Doesn't that guy have, like, a popcorn factory to run or something? Yes. Jesus Christ. <coughs> yes. That guy's cut-up dead mother is, cut, is hidden in his hat. Ever, he reminds me of, uh, I think it's Illegal Their Own. Yep. The, uh, yeah. Baseball, I think it was the, he was, the, like, the baseball owner. Yeah, like that. yep. He does. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So, that's Cornelius. So, good-looking dude, right? Yeah. He Those glasses gets, are... He probably gets all the ladies to ignore him. I mean, when you have a big, round face like that, <laughs> you definitely want... Tiny glasses. Tiny, round-rimmed glasses. <laughs> and doesn't he know to grow a beard when you got a chin like that? That baby face cannot grow a beard. <laughs> no, that man no. has the testosterone of a baby female yeah. child. Okay. Cornelius. Cornelius. In the summer of 1931, so there you go, that's what year we're in. Okay, and 31, Cornelius came to Park Ridge, Illinois, and met Asta. He was not what Asta was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> he was short, overweight, and balding. Aww. He looked pale and unhealthy, and had piggish eyes. Piggish. I'm assuming piggish was like at some... So, a lot of the information gathered about all of this is because she left behind, like, 30-some letters that the two had written each other uh-huh. and letters that she had just written to friends. So, that's where they got a lot of information. So, she's like, girl, you got this Cornelius clown showed up. At some point, she wrote that he had piggish eyes. <laughs> he was short, <laughs> balding. Look at him. And if you're a balding male, just kill yourself. Yeah. If you can't have a full head of hair. Yeah. Just fucking... Just end it. Jump into traffic. Yeah. You don't deserve to live. Nope. Don't. You short, bald fuck. <laughs> uh, the photos that he had shown her before they met were clearly older, she thought. And he had changed a lot since they'd been taken. Catfished her? Catfished her. But wow. Asta fell for The tale is old as time. Yeah. It, this, I mean, catfishing, people think it's just it was a recent thing. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Fuck off, MTV. Cornelius fucking invented that shit. But Asta fell for him, still. So, Cornelius stayed with her and her family for five days, and neighbors would later report that her, quote, eyes sparkled when she was telling them about this man who arrived with a large bouquet of flowers who was an old friend of the family, is what she was telling friends. Her eyes were sparkling. Uh, five days, the after the five days they spent together, Cornelius and Asta left Illinois together, leaving the children with Elizabeth Abernathy, Whoa. a sitter and nurse. You can't leave your kids, man. Well, Asta told Elizabeth that she'd be traveling east with Cornelius on a business trip that he had. Uh, and I'm assuming that Abernathy was, Elizabeth was like, you know, a normal, <laughs> regular sitter for her, so... Uh, Probably few, not a robot. Not in not 1932. Maybe. Maybe. Probably like, not. Maybe though. like a really like... Is there a picture of the robot nanny? Early version of a robot. Yeah. Like just a toaster. Okay. She was just a toaster like with, the Jetsons. with googly eyes on it. <laughs> um, a few days later, Elizabeth received a letter from Asta saying that she would be staying in the East indefinitely and that Mr. Pearson, old Cornelius, would be by soon to pick up the children. Oh, P.S. This is definitely not Cornelius writing this definitely, letter. Definitely not. 
This is definitely Asta. I don't know why you have to say it. Yeah. But I feel like I P.S. Ass. No. Seriously. Seriously. Wait, okay. To be honest, that was Cornelius, but now this is Asta. And I love my kids. Almost fooled you. I'm not going to name them because you know their names and I know their names. But whatever their names are, old Corny's going to be by to pick them up. So speaking of, Corny arrived shortly after, picked the children up. Hey, did you get that letter that she wrote you that I don't know anything about? Did you get that? Sorry. <laughs> so say if she was like to write you a letter or something. Like, did all that seem like on the up and up? That was definitely her hand. That was it, right? right? Uh, but he left behind their clothes and other belongings. Hmm. So he just comes, gets the kids, throws them in his car. And he's like, they don't need their shit. We're good. Yeah. I mean, he's got money, right? He's got money. He's a baller. He's got he can oil afford and to gas. buy them all new shit. Yeah. Cornelius and Harry, as the son, were seen at a bank in Parkridge where the young boy was sent into the bank to withdraw money from Asta's account. <laughs> bank tellers, of course, denied the transaction, and Cornelius and Harry uh, got the fuck, fuck out mastermind. of there. Fucking mastermind. <laughs> um, it would be the last time that the Iker family was seen in Park Ridge, Illinois. Wow. Uh, Cornelius, however... Reappeared in Park Ridge several several weeks later. He had hired a crew to remove furniture from the home, but left behind still all of the clothes, toys, housewares, and other personal (laughs) items. A police officer arrived while Cornelius was at the home overseeing the crew to see what he was doing there and what was happening. And Cornelius told the officer that he had purchased the home from Asta and that her and the children were visiting relatives in Colorado. He also told the officer that he expected to be a resident of your beautiful city soon. And that he was looking forward to meeting the mayor. This was enough for the police officer to say, Saul seems only up and up. <laughs> yeah. Go about your day, young man, with your piggish eyes. <laughs> you short, fat, bald little man. Yeah. I feel bad for you already. Yeah. Goodbye. Good day, sir. <laughs> so... There's where we're at right now. Uh, we're going to step away for a real quick second for an ad break. And as soon as we come back, uh, we'll get back to the story of Cornelius and Asta, the two young lovers. And Harry Powers still. And Harry Powers. All right, and we're back. So, where we left off, Cornelius had showed back up in Parks Ridge, Illinois. Uh, he had moved the children out of the house told the police that her and or Asta and the children were visiting relatives in Colorado and that he had bought her home. And he wants to meet the mayor. And yeah, I love that you know, he just like, I'm looking forward to meeting Like, did the cop take notes? Like, how they know all that conversation Did was. that impress the cop is my question. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh! Wants to meet the mayor. Uh, I'm gonna make a note about this. If he wants to meet the mayor, he's certainly a fine gentleman. Yes. So, the na- unlike the police officers, the neighbors became suspicious. Asta had, Asta had told Elizabeth that she was going east, but now she was apparently in the west. What's up with that? Visiting family that no one had ever heard of in Colorado. Uh, why would she sell her home and leave behind all of her personal belongings? Uh, so, neighbors got police to start looking into this. Police in Illinois began an investigation into the disappearance of the Iker family and discovered the name Cornelius O. Pearson via a letter 
that had supposedly been written by Asta to a friend of hers. Uh, and in the letter, she was <laughs> describing how wonderful her vacation was. Sure. Yeah, so definitely Cornelius. not. Um, this is definitely not Cornelius. No. I'm definitely Asta. Having a great time. It's the best time. Cornelius is the funniest. He's the best. Just laying the pipe like no man before. What hid behind those piggish eyes was everything. That's all I needed. Yep. He gets in there like a like a hungry pig. Ugh. And the trowel. The letter was postmarked Clarksburg, West Virginia. Hmm. Innovate. An investigation revealed that there was no man named Pearson who was a licensed civil engineer in West Virginia, and that no one named Cornelius Pearson lived in or near Clarksburg. However, the... I'm starting to think this guy's not on the up and up. What? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, as the day, the second you meet a Cornelius, yeah, he's it's up to over. Something. That dude's up to something. Yeah. You don't get that name. No he's he's going to fuck your girl. He's going to steal something from you. Oh, you better hope that all he does is fuck your girl. <laughs> yeah. You're getting you're getting away lucky if that's yep. all that happens to you. Because uh, he's probably going to make you watch while you're bound and gagged. Yeah. He's probably I don't even have a girl. Hole. He would probably get me a girl just to just fuck her. Just to fuck her. Just to fuck her. Right. That's, that's what, typical Cornelius. Typical Cornelius. Ah! I didn't even see it coming. Saw him coming, though. Yeah. He oh, he made me watch. That's right. Pee hole. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> sorry. The Clarksburg postmaster told investigators that a man had rented a post office box under the name Cornelius Pearson, and that the P.O. box received an extraordinarily large amount of mail, and most of the handwriting on the mail looked to be done by women. No. Uh, the man was known to the postmaster as Harry Powers. Wow. So, all of these letters uh, all look like they're coming in from women. So, Harry met Asta through the uh, Lonely Hearts thing. So, uh, we got a player on our hands. Harry Powers was known locally as a grocer and former vacuum salesman who was married to a local deli owner named Letitia Lulu Powers. Lulu Powers. Which everyone's got pretty great names. Yeah. I mean, not the greatest, but pretty good. Police waited outside of his home, and when he arrived around noon on August 27th, he was placed under arrest for the manslaughter, for manslaughter despite a lack of evidence no or bodies. the bodies yeah. of the missing Iker family. You gotta have bodies. In his pockets, Harry was carrying five letters addressed to five different women. Oh, Damn. So, I mean, look, they can't prove he's a murderer, but they know that he is a ladies' man. He's a player. Players only love you when they're playing. Players are going to play. Yep. Players are going to play. He explained those and his connection to Asta Iker. He was a matchmaker, you see. Oh. He stated that he paired up lonely men and women, and that the last he had seen Asta, she was boarding a train for Denver where she would be... She was setting off to marry a man named Charles Rogers. Okay. That's how he knows Asta. Congratulations, Asta. Why are you assuming he's a murderer, Joel? I'm, because, I mean, you brought me this story, so, I mean. The man is Cupid. (laughs) He is. Cornelius Cupid. Cornelius Cupid Harry Powers. The third. Drenth. 
<laughs> Howard Jr. Police ended up investigating property that Powers owned about a mile from his home. On the property, they found what could best be described as a bunker. Like this big garage, but it was like all locked. It had tons of like different locks on it. Okay. It was boarded up. Like once they got inside, uh, like all the doors, like there were tons of, like once you got in, like the place was divided up into tons of different rooms. Each room had its own like ridiculous lock on it. Yeah. So it was like a crazy look, like basically, you know, like if you needed to hide out for a while, you got a good place. Uh, inside, they found a large pile of women's and children's clothing and bloodstains, but no bodies. They took Powers to the bunker the following day and found a trap door in the basement that opened into a dark, narrow tunnel that seemed to lead to a nearby creek, and an unmistakable stench emanated from the tunnel. Uh, more clothing and jewelry was found as well, was found as well as a noose that had been tied to a rafter and was hanging above the trap door. All right. Powers admitted that the scene appeared suspicious. Look, I get it. But offered no further explanations. <laughs> Look. It's like sure. he's got to start explaining it, but he just does it. Are there bloody clothes? <laughs> yep, yep, you saw them. Is there a noose above a trap sure. door? Sure there that is. That smell? Yeah, it smells like rotting flesh. And then he just thought, they're like, oh, yeah, and? He's like, oh, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Police Chief C.A. Duckworth. Which, come on, guys. This, these I'd like to see be, how much a duck is worth. I mean, too. These days, a lot. <laughs> not a lot. You can get a bunch of them at City Park. Uh, he would prove his powers of... <laughs> you right? Yeah. He would prove his... I just thought about going to the park and just stealing motherfucking just ducks. Just taking a bunch yeah. of ducks. Then I'm fi- getting them for praise! Then finding out they're not worth anything. <laughs> and then now you got, you're like, I'm not going to the ducks park. I'm going to get a oh, bunker. Jesus. I'm going to get a bunker. <laughs> you <laughs> just let them go anywhere. Nope. They don't have to die, Joel. They have, once they've seen the inside of a vehicle, they can't just be in the wild no, anymore. No, I'm sorry. That is right. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I forgot my duck facts for a second. <laughs> Yeah, if a duck ever sees the inside of a vehicle, yeah. you got to kill it afterwards. Yeah, they, they can't. Unless you're going to leave it in the vehicle the rest of its life. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Yeah. Um, so old Duckworth here, police chief extraordinaire, proved his powers of deduction by stating, <coughs> unless I miss my guess, we've run into something here. <laughs> I love how people used to talk. Good job, Duckworth. Now, nowadays, what the fuck? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Unless I missed my guess. We've run into We've something run here. We've run into something here. Come on, guys. Yeah, of course you have. Uh, police would bring in prisoners to begin. I like the, I, hold on. Okay. I just imagine like his head like snapping back and forth from like the clothes, the noose, the trap door, the clothes, the noose, the bloodstains. And it's just like his head is just like snapping back at all these. Wait a second. It's, it's that, <laughs> but it's his head's going back and forth from everything. Cut to... Two hours later, he's at his dinner table. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for a bite. Wait a minute. <laughs> what is Unless that? I miss my guess. <laughs> We're on this. We've run into something here. Honey, get my coat. Yeah. Uh, police bring in prisoners <laughs> to begin digging around the property. Uh, How you gonna trust prisoners? I mean, a lot like now, prisoners were often, especially in these days, prisoners were often just used as slave labor. Yeah. So, I mean, it still happens in some parts of the country now. But, uh, yeah, so the convicts uncovered the badly decomposed bodies of Asta, Aww. Annabelle, Aww. Greta, Aww. and Harry Iker. Aww. Their heads had been crushed in, 
Their hands have been bound by a rope, and Asta have been blindfolded. Well, maybe there's a good reason for all this. Like, look. What does Cornelius have to say? What does... Well, I want to know what the police chief has to God say. God damn, that's pretty brutal, though. Well, at least I've missed... Unless <laughs> yeah. I missed my guess. I believe there's some murders. <laughs> murders. Uh, boys, you know how anybody can get a head crushed in? <laughs> huh? Any any guesses? The, the prisoners probably did know. Yeah, I mean, there's prisoners there. They probably yeah. did it. Um, a few yards away, the body of Dorothy Lemke was also found. Jeez. Her head had also been crushed. Uh, she was a 50-year-old widow from Massachusetts. Her bank book was found close by, and evidence was found in the bunker showing that Dorothy and Harry had also been corresponding via letters. He's not a very good criminal if he just is, like, leaving all of the evidence just right there. Evidence. I mean, everywhere, really. Like, he's leaving, he's letting people have letters still. I mean, you gotta be smart. Harry that. thinks that if you change, if you just give a fake name, <laughs> yeah. that's all there is to Smile. it. Smile. Have those cute eyes and those glasses. <laughs> yeah, piggish eyes get you through. Uh, he had posed as Cornelius Pearson to her as well. Met her through a Lonely Hearts ad in a magazine. Visited her in Massachusetts. She had withdrawn $5,000, which would be about $75,000 today, from her savings and sold another 8000 in stocks. Wow. Almost a month after Asta Iker had disappeared, Dorothy was telling friends that she was headed off to her new fiancé's large farm in Iowa. My dog went to a farm once when I was a kid. Oh. I just came home from school. And I was like, "Where's her name was Lassie. She was a border was it collie. a farm where she could run around all day? And That's what I was told. This is legit. Swear to God. <sighs> we had like a big fence in the backyard. And I was like, why couldn't she just run back there? Like, oh, no. She's on a farm now. And she's got a lot of land to run. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. But did I was a little kid. Did you go to the farm? I did. And I couldn't go. Yeah. Turns out Lassie died. Wait. And they lied about it. Like died on the farm? No, <laughs> she died at my house. So they took well, a dead dog school. to a farm? <laughs> there is no farm! Lassie bought the farm, just like this lady. No, farms exist. I've seen farms. <laughs> yes. But I just, yeah, I, I get what that, yep. I don't, People don't really go to farms. That's what I'm trying to say. Anytime someone says they're going to a farm, you don't they're trust up to something. It. No. It means it's just death. Yep. Uh, Do you want to go to the farm? Yeah, let's go All to the right, farm. Go. Can I run around there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You'll be so free. Am I going to have a lot of room? That's so much fun. That sounds awesome. I yeah. can't wait. Oh, I'm going to send out emails now. Let everybody know I'm going to a farm. They're going to be so jealous. Yep. I'm going to have so much power. Power? Power? I just read Harry Powers. You did. On August 29th, Harry Powers confessed to the murders. He didn't embellish. He didn't seem uh, neither proud nor ashamed. He simply recounted the events like he was describing any other normal day. And so you have the, let me show you the picture of Harry again. Okay. All right. There he is. Not a great looking man, but, no. but, uh, in comparison, here he is. Whoa. As he's confessing. Did he turn to the elephant man? He apparently has been hit in the head with a shovel 50 <laughs> times. Yeah. You ever seen Dick Tracy? Yep. The movie? Yeah. Remember Flathead? Yep. There he is. There he is. So I have no fucking idea what happened to this man between the time he met Asta (laughs) or if, like, that picture of him in wire rim glasses was old. I mean, if he showed up looking like this, 
to meet a woman and she went with him willingly. I'm not saying the kid should have died too, <laughs> but the but woman, the woman deserved it. Sometimes people want to believe in something, Josh. Sometimes life just gets you so down, even when a piggish-eyed man shows up and he just has that promise, you know. I know you guys can't see this right now, and like I will post these eventually on Facebook. But imagine two sides of someone's face, <laughs> and the left side of that person's face had wasps living inside it. Yep. And it was Stung. just constantly stinging it <laughs> and swelling it out like some freakish fucking sideshow attraction. And that's Mr. Harry Powers. And he's surrounded by two police-looking Disinterested detective. police officers. They don't give a fuck. They've beaten so many people. They don't care. They're both looking away. Like, they're both thinking of something else right now. Yeah. They both also look like mobsters. Everyone looks like a mobster back with in that day. With their hats and ties. With their fancy Back in that day. On that, on that hats day and there. Ties. On September 30th, the day <laughs> or a month and a day after he confessed, thousands gathered around the Harrison County Jail where Powers was being held and demanded that he be turned over to them because they wanted to inflict some good old-fashioned small-town justice. Yeah. The fire department had to arrive and disperse the crowd by releasing tear gas. Oh. I thought uh, you say maybe sprayed them with the water hose. They went right to why, does, why does the fire department have tear gas? Why wouldn't they? <laughs> this is the 30s. We have to fight this fire. Get the tear gas. Everybody's got tear gas. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, prior to the trial, <laughs> Lulu Powers leased the property where the murders occurred to an anonymous buyer who put up a fence around the site and charged 25 cents Ooh. for curious people to come in and have a look. Uh, within a day, a mob arrived, burned down the fence, and warned anyone away from visiting the site. And they made sure that they preserved the uh, crime scene, like with the fire. They made sure like it didn't get into the... So, I mean, the people in this area... That's West Virginia for you, dog. Like, they were, yeah, they were not standing for this shit. No. They wanted to see this dude die. Uh, and like the the victims weren't even like uh, West Virginians, no. and we still were like they brought him here. We want justice. Yep, we're Jim, good, justice. we're good people. Is what I'm saying, we are. We're salt of the earth. Uh, the trial began on December seventh. Pepper of the Plains. Pepper of the Plains. I don't know. That's a good. I don't think I've ever heard that. That's good though. <laughs> a new courthouse was being built, so the trial took place in the 1200 seat Clarksburg Opera House. The judge, the attorneys, witnesses, uh, old fucking shovel face here, uh, and the jurors sat on the stage with a like the spotlight on them. Yeah. While the observers sat in the theater seats, viewing the entire ordeal like a deranged stage production. Wow. Uh, That's kind of crazy. From the stand, Harry Powers repeated his confessions. So, here's how he killed Dorothy Lemke, in his words. I took Mrs. Lemke to the garage at midnight and led her into the cellar. I told her to keep quiet and directed her to stand up. I gazed into her eyes and held her spellbound. I told her I was her master and she would have to obey my orders. She closed her eyes and whispered that she was my slave and stood waiting for my commands. Then I beat her with all of my strength. I beat her until she was a mass of bruises. Still, 
She had no will of her own and did not cry out. God damn, I'm hard. I mean, I'm glad I can <laughs> turn you on like that. That's, uh, that's pretty brutal. This guy had her spellbound. Right Which, okay, so now I'm looking at these pictures. We got a picture of him. Looks like it was when he was arrested because it's his uh, mugshot. mugshot. So now I'm thinking that they beat the shit out of him. Good. Right? Yeah. Is that kind of what it looks like? Yeah, they beat the ever-living fuck out of him. Because that's a swollen face. Oh, yeah, he's swollen. He's got a couple black eyes. Yeah. He's fucked up. He's disheveled. Which, I mean, the problem with that is... Holy fuck! He still looks... He looks all sorts of beat up. His eye looks like it's bulging out. Yeah. I mean, maybe they fucked him up real good. I can't. That doesn't look like the same guy with the glasses and the hat. No. And it doesn't look like the same guy in the mugshot at all. No. Like, that dude's by no means attractive. Wow. Yeah, they, they definitely... Yeah, I would say they... Uh... But what he's saying is true, what he did. So, here's how he describes... Uh, killing the Ikers. Oh. I drove Miss Iker to the garage and placed her under a hypnotic spell. Which, side note here, uh, the hypnotic spell was definitely some sort of gas because they found a gas mask okay. in the bunker and they like smelled various chemicals and shit. When, when you said that she was way back in the beginning when she was bragging the neighbors with like the look in her oh, eyes, like, yeah. well, she's on drugs or something. Like yeah, this guy's so he giving her been, drugs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to his confession. <laughs> <clears throat> then I strangled her and buried her. She too had submitted without resistance or outcries to my beating. And she wrote a letter authorizing me to take charge of her three children. I put Greta Iker in one room in the garage cellar. Then I put Harry Iker and Annabelle Iker into another room. I walked through Annabelle's chamber and killed the younger kids. Killed the brother and the sister. I hit the little boy on the head with a hammer before putting the rope around his throat. Jesus. They never made any noise or put up any fight. I killed the older girl. I didn't have any trouble. They took it quietly. So, real good dude. Real good guy. Uh, the jurors deliberated deliberated for less than two hours in a dressing room below the stage and found Powers guilty. Well, fuck yeah. So, now, I've never been on a jury. Yep. Is there a minimum time you have to discuss things? I don't... I have been on a jury for a murder trial... I don't remember a time frame, like, minimum. Because I feel like two hours is too long. Yeah. I feel like it's about an hour and 57 minutes too long. I mean, maybe they just went over. Because when, when, when I was on mine, like, we all pretty much had the same thought. But still, when we got in the jury room, we all just went over our notes and just kind of all still discussed the case. Right. And then voted the way we voted. I mean, this is also 1932, where I feel like it would just be... Uh, so yeah, we all heard that he said he did it, yeah. and we're all pretty upset that there's murders. Yeah, um, kids, and have women. you seen him? Guilty, Ugh, guilty. Yeah, it's not like we were taking into account like DNA evidence. Yeah, and... that's what I was just saying. I wonder what the evidence was in the trial, right. other than just him confessing. That took them two hours. But, I mean, you know, plus I guess his bunker. That's pretty damn. I'm doubting too. there was any like. I'm sure the defense attorney was like, I mean, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he's sorry. About he might not have. <laughs> completely killed them they might have been alive for a few more seconds yeah. before he 
You know, he might not have been in their presence when they died. So, yeah. Anyways. So, two hours, they deliberated. And found him guilty. He was convicted and sentenced to death. He was transported to Moundsville for state execution. Nice! Moundsville. Moundsville. Been so, there. maybe he's a ghost there still. Uh, on, I hope they took him to the sugar shack. What's the sugar shack? That's where the inmates would go. And they would... Eat candy? Uh, yep. Out of each other's butts. Out of each other's butts. Really? <laughs> what part of that's true? <laughs> no, there really was a sugar... I toured the Moundsville prison. They called it the sugar shack where, like, prisoners would go and rape and stuff. Oh. And... <laughs> like, you get an hour to rape. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Half of you enjoy. I mean, this is awful. It. This is awful. Uh, yeah, I, I went to Moundsville Prison. I was going to do the, like, the thing they do, the tour. Yeah. And, like, the line was so fucking long. We stood in there for, like, two hours. We still weren't even close. And then, like, it started pissing the rain down. So I never have got to do it. I got to do an overnight deal. We went for the haunted house. And I hate haunted houses, yeah, so I didn't even too. do that. But then we just got the... I mean, me and my cousin Mike literally ran around the prison by ourselves all night, overnight. That's funny. We with just, zero supervision. Really? It was like the best fucking time. We were just talking uh, at training. We were just talking about the overnight thing they offer. Yeah. But we thought it was like like supervision all night long. And like you have to like participate in like group activities. That's how it You're was. It was to, it was supposed to be just... a scavenger hunt. And like I raised my hand, I was like, "Do we have to do the scavenger hunt?" Because he like won it on like the country radio station yeah. at the time. They're like, "No, you don't have to do the scavenger hunt." And we just went off and we partied in Moundsville. <laughs> yeah, I would Overnight. definitely like to go if was I was cool. just allowed to like do what I wanted. So um, this this clown gets sent to Moundsville. And on March nineteenth, nineteen thirty two, Powers walked up the thirteen steps of the gallows. And stood behind the dark curtain. Uh, the curtain hid him from the 42 spectators that were there to witness his execution. The warden and guards pulled back the curtain, and Powers stood before the audience of witnesses dressed in a dark suit with white pinstripes and a light blue necktie. Uh, a newspaper uh, uh, article the next day that was about this noted that the uh, blue necktie brought out. Uh, Harry Powers is piggish eyes. <laughs> so maybe that's where they got piggish from. Yeah. But uh, they were really keen to be like, that motherfucker's a pig. Uh, a little insult to injury. Yeah. He appeared neat and clean shaven and resembled a groom at his own wedding. Oh, Death to his part. He randomly started telling a story about two mysterious men who were actually responsible for the murder of Dorothy Lemke. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find details of that story. But huh. I'm guessing he was like, look, I killed that fucking family, yeah. but I had nothing to do with his other lady. So. Hey. You buying that one? What? She wrote a letter. I have a letter in my pocket here that the lady wrote that was killed that said I didn't kill her. So. I have the hey. And if you believe that one, I got something for the family, too. Uh, he glared at the audience um, that were there to see him die. He glared at the officers, then he stared down the journalists. It appeared that he had accepted his fate and wanted to show everyone in attendance that he didn't fear death. The cool warden, story, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, weird flex, bro. Yeah. Uh, the warden asked Powers if he had a farewell statement, to which Powers responded with a firm no. The chaplain said a few words, 
A guard put the black death cap over Powers' head, and the power, and then Powers dropped through a trap door. Yep. They they reenacted that on hanged. at the tour we did. They yeah. had a dummy, and they didn't tell us they were going to do that. We were at the bottom of the gallows, and we were being led around by a former guard because we did take like a tour before we were able to be free, you know, for all night. And like he's just right here's where they were hanging, and then like right then like a dummy fell down through it. it scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, the ver- the first time I ever went to a haunted house was in Marietta, and uh, I was like seven, yeah, something like that. And the first room we go into, I forget what house it is in Marietta. It's like a, it's, it's an old courthouse or something like that. And the first room we went into was like an old court, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how they had uh, public executions there. And then all of a sudden a spotlight went off. And you fucking saw a body drop off of uh, whatever and start hanging. And that, that was the only part of it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hanging is a violent fucking... I, for some reason, hanging is the one thing that creeps me out. I, uh... Like, I can watch pretty much anything. Even, like, just watching a movie. Yeah. So many hanging creeps me the fuck yeah, I out. I don't like it. Uh, I like it in this case because this guy's a fucking yeah. prick and he so, deserved it. Uh, physician stepped up to the body. One held a stethoscope to Powers' heart, and the other held a stopwatch. A guard whispered to the crowd that they usually die in 9 to 11 minutes. <laughs> Powers fell through the trap at exactly 9 and was pronounced dead exactly 11 minutes later. Hanging there for, 11 for minutes. fucking 11 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just choking you to death. Uh, like, they say that you hope that you break your neck when you fall. Because go, you go quicker. So it was like his own wedding then. <laughs> just on the hook for 11 minutes yep. when he was dead just the whole time. choking the whole time, just fucking dying. Um, so now that we've seen the pictures of him where, like, I, I was like, I didn't realize this until we just looked at him, but it does look like they beat the fuck out of him. Sure. So I can kind of maybe understand now why there's two hours of deliberation, because he had a bunch of, he started going back on his confessions. Even right after he made him, yeah, he started saying that he was forced to make those confessions. Um, that uh, he was willing to admit to anything that they wanted him to admit to. Yeah. So I mean, I still. I'm sure the truth is somewhere. There's in still the plenty middle of there. evidence that yeah. shows that they found the bodies there at his bunker on his property. Yeah. I mean, he stole this lady's. Like, tried to get the bank at the kid to go into the bank and take the money. I mean. It shows now why it's so important that police, though, like, it showed, like, why you have to get yeah. clean confessions. It's you, interesting to go you back can't and just, just beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. And you just see the difference. Because that could have, if that's what happened, that could have easily done Been this trial. Innocent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. If he was, yeah, they would have had it on video. Like, oh, well, oh this guy, this like, guy yeah. murdered four people, but look at the cops beating the shit out of him. Yeah, so, like, you know, maybe he didn't do it. Yeah. The first time he says that he was made to confess, well, now we've got video showing. So, yeah, this was 1932, though. The shit wasn't going to fly. Nah. So, Harry Powers' story was adapted for the 1955 film The Night of the Hunter, Ooh. starring Robert Mitchum and Shelley Winters. In the 1950s, it was unacceptable to portray a killer as a soulless psychopath. So the film plot revolves around a serial killer who uh, gets put in prison for something other than killing. And he happens to be in prison with a man who had uh, gotten $10,000 from a bank robbery. And he was arrested for the bank robbery, but he had hid the money. And only his, and uh, 
the serial killer assumed that his wife knew. So the bank robber was ended up put to death. And a year later, the man that was a killer, but it was in prison for something else that wasn't really all that bad. Mm-hmm. He got out of prison. He immediately went to where he knew that the widow was, tricked her into money. marrying him, uh, tried to get the money. When she had no idea what where it was or whatever, he ends up killing her. And then he tries to uh, force her children into showing him where the money is. And they end up escaping and everybody, and he gets arrested and... So this story, I they adapted the story, but I don't really know it's not what how. part <laughs> yeah. was adapted. Like a bad guy went after a yeah. lady and killed her. Yeah, there's a and guy we'll that kills people that yeah. was able to Hollywood man get a widow to fall in love with him. Yeah, that's about it. So yeah, that's the story of the Quiet Dell murders and Harry Powers or Cornelius Pearson or Howard Drinth. I knew he was a creep. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the guy. Yeah. So. And I, he reminds me of if this guy was alive today, he would probably be the guy that's like uh, super into feminism. Oh, 100%. Just to get like the, and I'm not, uh, I think you should be like super but into all that. Like everybody. Only to. To deserve Try more. to make women think he was. Yeah, to fuck women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like get their money. 100%. And, stuff. and oh. as soon as they didn't fuck him, he'd be like, they just want. We just want the bad boy. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. And then he would stab one of them. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Clarksburg, West Virginia. Uh, we made it. Famous. We made it. We I can't believe they made a movie out of that. I know. But uh, So now we have that movie and Mothman for West Virginia. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure What's Eating Gilbert Grape took place yep. here. And Shawshank Redemption was filmed at Moundsville. It was filmed there, yeah. Yep. Uh, next week... Uh, we're going to get away from the murder a little bit. Okay. I have a, uh, it's a true story. True story. It's one of my favorite stories of all time because it's fucking ridiculous. Cool. So, uh, join us next week yeah. for that. I don't want to give away anything. Don't. But, yeah, I have loved this story. I've already ripped my ears off. I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> Glue them back on. <laughs> all right. How'd you hear that? Huh? <laughs> Liar. I read your lips. Oh, oh shit. Why do you think my hands are in your mouth? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then I got uh, I got that one for next week. Cool. And then I've already got the uh, an idea for the next couple after that. And I'm working on one. And you, are you? Yes. Okay. I don't want to give any more away. Please don't. I so look forward I, yes. to being... I think I think maybe in a couple of weeks I'm going to bring like two pages of notes. That's... I mean that's that's two more than I've ever brought before. One hundred percent more notes <laughs> than before. Yep. So all right, well that's cool. Cool. Uh, all right, well I hope you guys enjoyed another uh, gruesome murder. Yeah. So like I said, next week we'll, I did. We'll bring uh, a little bit more fun to the podcast, but it's still a pretty damn good story, and there's still some death in it. So. <laughs> We'll pepper that in. I'll be here. Uh, let us know again what you think of the podcast. Uh, go back and listen to the Hinter Kaifek murder episode if you haven't listened to that one already. That is episode eight. Um, ECW episodes were uh, yeah. Rob Van Dam killed Taboo. Yeah, murdered him with his feet. Lots of murders. Uh, we'll do some of the ECW episodes here and there. Nah. No? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, Please uh, share our Facebook page, uh, like our shit, um, 
wherever you listen to us, subscribe, like it, share it, do all that stuff. Tell friends. Uh, we need the uh, we need the uh, not really the money so much we do, but more the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Word here? of mouth. No, no the uh, the affirmation. Yeah, oh yeah. That people are listening. Shit, yeah. <laughs> you told me like twelve people listened to the last one. And that pretty much made my day. I was like, God damn, 12 listens? Yeah. Like, so, five of them were me, but I was like, quick math, nine other people oh, liked shit, it. Well, nine were me. <laughs> Fuck. No, no. But listen, tell people. It's cool. Yeah. So, uh, if you have any uh, recommendations for episodes, uh, go to our Facebook page and send a uh, message. That way, Joel doesn't see what it is. Yeah. Because I want to keep it spoiler free. But let me know. Uh, what you think would be a good episode. Like I said, I got the next few. Joel's got one apparently in the works. So, yeah. Yep. We will be back next week with a fun one. Cool. And then we'll get back into the grisly and gruesome murders. God, I hate fun. If I stay right here, stay here. Don't lean in. Murder. And I have this here. I'm Josh. I wrote notes. Blah blah blah. I'm Joel. I did nothing. (laughs) I just got high and stroked my little dick. I I just got high and was sad. Are you me again? Because (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's what I did. Oh, life, man. (laughs)